Forgotten Flicks, episode 39, Night of the Creeps, 1986. I got good news and bad news, girls. The good news is your dates are here. What's the bad news? They're dead. Hello, one and all, and welcome to the Forgotten Flicks podcast. I am Joel, and joined, as always, by the horrifically terrifying Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Other than doing a podcast, is there really a point to this conversation? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> probably not. No, probably no. not. Good evening, sir. How are you? This I evening? am good, man. I'm extremely good. Uh, uh, uh we will get right into it because we have a we have a jam packed show for you tonight, folks, or today or this morning, whatever. And we will be getting into some uh, movie recommendations later on. So if you're new to the show, uh, of course, our main topic this this particular episode is Night of the Creeps, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a movie with um, zombies. We're, we're doing movies now. Yeah, we're doing movies. It's got doing zombies and aliens, and uh, right. and uh, you know, uh, Tom Atkins mm-hmm. is a badass detective saying thrill me a lot yeah 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 yeah, yeah. wow you, the energy level is really up tonight Jay. it is it's really good it's really good. your coffee is not done yeah brewing. come on i know i know yeah we really have no excuse so uh jason do you want to throw out a little uh, reminder to the folks before we get rolling into the feedback um uh, so toodalootly uh as you've probably seen if you follow either of us on uh twitter or facebook or you are um subscribe to the facebook page we have been nominated not like we've said that once or twice um, for the podcast awards, the People's Choice Podcast Awards, to be precise. And if you haven't voted, please go now and don't forget you can vote every single day. Just go to podcastawards.com, scroll down about halfway, and we are in the movie and film category. Um, and in case you uh, haven't been paying attention, it's uh, Forgotten Flicks podcast. Um, yes, you know, and, I, and, I by, guess and by people. You mean actual living, breathing people or the undead? Because that really would explain you know how we what? got nominated. If someone brings the, the undead army along and they can click, uh, they can do it too. Of course, they have to have an email address. So, Hey, Jason. Yeah. Jason, you, yeah. you, know, you know tonight, the night that we're recording this, October 16th, Walking Dead Season 2 is starting. Oh, I know. I'm missing it because I'm here talking to you. Oh, oh wait. I don't have cable. Yeah. Well, neither do I, but I have iTunes. Oh, that's true. It'll be on tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's always on tomorrow. Okay, well, without any further ado, let's uh, bust out some feedback. The first up is uh, our buddy Kevin Batchelder from the Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV and uh, Saturday B-Movie Reel, right? Just want to make sure I call it the right thing. Right? Jason? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Saturday, tuning into sci-fi, Saturday B-movie reel. I know. Yeah. I just want to make sure I called the Saturday B-movie reel, and I was correct since you were on it. I was, I was, <laughs> oh my God. Are, just you, are you still on the cold meds? <laughs> I'm not sick anymore. Oh, okay. But you're still on you know, the cold meds. That's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, here's Kevin. Hey, guys. It's Kevin Batchelder from the Saturday B-movie reel podcast. Just wanted to drop you some comments about your uh, episode for The Thing. That was really entertaining. As always, you guys both do a great job. always look forward to hearing you talk about a movie, whether it's one I loved or barely remember or whatever it might be. Uh, But this one is certainly one of my faves, being the big sci-fi fan. And it was great, too, uh, with you folks having Dave on, because, as you know, he's just a a mountain of information and details. I've been following his uh, DVD infatuation site for quite a while, so it was a treat to actually hear him talking about a movie, especially a classic like this. Uh, The three of you really... Uh, covered things really well. I love some of the speculation, some of the details. As always, lots of the fun. So really, this was a great episode. You guys are just uh, hitting it out of the park, getting better and better with each passing uh, episode. So I hope you remember us uh, little folk when you guys get really famous. Take care. Who is that again, Jason? <laughs> I don't know. Some guy that does a little podcast. Yeah, I mean, really? <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, no, in all seriousness, no. Yeah. Kevin, we are not worthy, not even close, dude. You have more experience in your pinky finger jason you have more experience than jason's pinky finger 
and that <laughs> is a small pinky finger. It's time for pinky wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it was cool having Dave on because, uh, like Kevin, I followed Dave for a while and DVD infatuation, and um, his reviews are really cool. And the amount of knowledge he has, he he definitely puts us to shame. So yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it was good to have him on. So mm-hmm. you know, it was good to have him on. So that we actually sounded marginal. Once. Like, yeah. Once? What? <laughs> once. <laughs> I want to have him on more than once. Come on. Oh. Okay, but he has to pretend to be dumb next time. Okay. To make you feel <laughs> like you're not? Do you want to talk yeah. this out? Do you want to talk this out, Jason? You sure? No, I really don't. Okay. Everyone saw my therapist this week. Okay. Ob- obviously, obviously, it brought some crap to the surface. Jesus. <laughs> okay, and also a little later in the show, uh, uh, Probably right before our movie recommendations, I will uh, be playing a promo from uh, Mr. Uh, Kevin uh, for his mm-hmm. for his podcast. We're going to actually start doing that, you know, putting promos on our show for others and hoping that others will do the same for us. That is until they hear our promo and they may think better of it. <laughs> so that being said, we will now go into the next bit of feedback from the one and only JV. Hey guys, you know me, it's JV. I'm so clever for making that rhyme. Anyway, listen, listen. Uh, the reason why I'm calling is actually because, uh, well, you know, a couple weeks ago you did an episode on the on the thing, the remake prequel thing uh, called the thing that was, you know, supposed to be a prequel of that other movie called the thing from the '80s with John Carpenter, which apparently was a remake of the thing from, well, you know, whenever it came out. You may not know this, but I actually listened to that episode of the thing on the day that the uh, that the remake prequel slash thing thing uh, was uh, coming out in theaters worldwide. Or maybe it was just countrywide. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention to the news or, or whatever. But um, listening to you guys talking about the original John Carpenter thing just made me actually want to go and see the, the, the new thing uh, as if somehow that'll make life good again. Oh, I also wanted to, and this is why I actually called, because, you know, once again, I'm in a car, and it's in the middle of the podcast. I had to pause it. And, well, I'm not driving right now, but I am in a car, so I guess the M.O. of me calling and leaving a voicemail while driving has to be changed to while in a car. Listen, practical effects versus computer effects. Yeah, I would love to agree that practical effects are much better than uh, computer effects, especially when computer effects are not done properly. That said, where the hell are you guys going to find a big, giant, nine-foot-tall green guy to play that big giant nine foot tall green guy in the new Avengers movie. Where are you going to find that, huh? And don't tell me you're going to put Mark Ruffalo in a big giant, I know I pronounced his name wrong, whatever, in a big giant nine foot tall man suit. <laughs> man suit, that sounds funny. Because that's just not going to be believable. So sometimes you do need computers to do effects, you know? So, um,. Yeah, there's that, and 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 uh, I'm gonna go see the movie now. Have a great day and, and do a great show on this show. I, I love you guys forever. Bye. Thank you, JV. Man suit <laughs> is that akin to the woman suit from Science of the Lambs? <laughs> it puts Yuck. the lotion in the basket. <laughs> you, I think JV lives in his car. We need to send him a pack of like soap and toothpaste and stuff. <laughs> I only ever hear from him when he's in his car, so yeah. Well, you can only assume he lives in his little gremlin and Ooh, drives around. Why it's got to be a gremlin? Because that's the car I imagine him sleeping in, in the parking lot at Walmart. <laughs> why? Why does it have to be Walmart? It could be Target, <laughs> Target. Nobody sleeps in the parking lot of Target. Nobody. They run no. off. <laughs> it's yes. Yeah. Well, JV, the police care. You. I will say, as far as um, you're right, you're absolutely right. Um, a, uh, putting him in a big nine-foot man suit really would make it unbelievable because the Incredible Hulk in and of itself is such a totally believable concept that it would really strain credulity to, you know, I don't know, paint a big muscle-bound, you know, bodybuilder. Oh, wait. They did that. Give him an afro or something. Rip yeah. his jeans. Two words, folks. Lou, for we gonna know. God, where saying. are you, Lou? Save us all. God, please. Yeah, um, I will concede, yes, CGI has its place. But I sort of think of it, and ready mm-hmm. Jason, I'm about to go into my artist's painting palette analogy. Think <laughs> of it like a palette. You have CGI, yeah. you, have a touch, you have a dab of practical, you have a dab of makeup effects. You know, you can blend them all together. You don't have to just use red or blue, unless you're Picasso. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Right. End of end of story. Thanks. Okay, our last piece of feedback, Jay, from our buddy uh, Peter, who always always has great insights, and this dude loves his movies, especially eighties poor B movie <laughs> cheese ball movies like this one. So, here's Peter. Hey guys, it's me. Uh, so you're doing not at the creeps now. Uh, I gotta be honest, I have I have nothing on that one. I I can't think of a single thing to say about it. I'm, I'm sorry. It's uh, yeah no so. And I'm tired as usual. It's almost two thirty in the morning, but I I no. It, it's for a decker, yes, I know, but I have nothing on it. I'm yeah. But I had to call in anyway because that, that's what I do, right? <laughs> so uh, see you guys. Bye bye. Jason. Mm-hmm. What the hell was that? Uh, you know, <sighs> I don't know. Wow, that was really convincing. <laughs> <laughs> was that you're exasperated? <laughs> yeah, I was trying. <laughs> were you, were, did you go gasp and swoon? I saw a vapors. Well, Jason, I was. <laughs> How was that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's that? I, better? I, yeah, it was much better. Okay. Yeah, honestly, um, normally Peter gives us much better insights than that. <sighs> yeah, I'm a little disappointed. That was a little short and, I mean, not so sweet. Uh, honestly, I got to be honest with more. you. I kind of feel like we should call him right now, right here in the middle of the show, and have him explain. I mean, hell, he's usually up right now. Was it like 3 o'clock in the morning there in Sweden? Yes. We need to call him. Right, that's enough. All right, dude. Yeah. All right, here you go. We can't do a show without no, a we're full. Doing it. Come on. We're doing call it. Hold on. I'm patching him in. Yeah. Hi, uh, Peter. Yeah. Hey, man. Did we wake uh, you up? Hey guys. I, I know this is no, a silly no. question. I mean it rhetorically. Did we wake you up? <laughs> nah. Okay. Nope. Okay. No um, yeah, we just wanted to ask you something. Um, okay. What the hell was that voicemail? Ooh, what voicemail? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, you called uh, and wanted to talk about Night of the Creeps, but then you had literally nothing to say. Other than to tell us it was two thirty in the morning, and this is just what you do. I mean, has this literally become such a habit that? Have you even watched the movie? Uh, I must have been, I don't know, sleep telephoning. Weird. That's that's what I must have done. Yeah, sleep telephoning. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, what? Well, because not the creeps. Of course, I've seen that. <sighs> Thank yeah. God, that would have been depressing. Well, since you're here anyway, you want to just stay and talk? <laughs> but yeah, sure. I have coffee. You said so, it the uh... worst segue in podcasting history. <laughs> It was not the worst. It was, it was awesome. Oh, yes, it was. It was awesome. <laughs> that was thoroughly produced. Yes. <laughs> so, hi. Right. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Mr. Peter Nielsen to the show. Oh. All right. Oh. Oh. Yes. I am. Yeah, let, me, <laughs> let us officially welcome you to the show, Peter. I know you've called in quite a bit, but I've really, really been looking forward to finally having you on, especially about one of our uh, better Quote fingers, horror movies. Um, well, what's up with quote fingers? What was that? <laughs> and, horror. Uh, horror. Uh, no, it's, it's horror. And uh, uh, we also, uh, yes, if, and for those that maybe don't know, but Peter also contributes to the Forgotten Flick site. He has, uh, we're pretty much up to a weekly basis now, his movie reviews. And we're yeah, I try. In the spirit of the October Spooky Flicks Fest, he yep. has been contributing uh, some good horror stuff. So I yeah, try. yes, excellent, excellent. We've got well, you did the Lady in White. You did late, not the. I guess it's just Lady in White, and yeah, Lady in White, the Fog, the Fog, the awesome the Fog. Yes, the atmospheric character mm. ghost story yeah. oh, classic. The right one, oh. the right one, not the new yeah. crap. Oh, not the God, new, dude, not I actually the went and saw that at the theater. You're kidding. I know, and you know what? Until you, you said, you know, wait, ready for this? I'm not. This is not joking. I mean this. Until you just brought it up, I forgot it existed. Yeah. <laughs> Totally forgettable. No, I mean literally. I until yeah. you just said that, it never. It, and it was like you know what it was like at the ending of spoiler alert. Six cents. You haven't seen Six Cents. Mute for the next ten seconds. It was like the end of Six Cents when it all comes rushing back to him and he realizes you know he's been dead the whole time. That was what it was like just then. The whole movie just and and even then I still only got like two shots in my head. I remember him falling into some watery thing and that's about it. Yeah, well, I, not to be I, confused with the mist. Oh God, don't get me started. Oh, please, Jason, don't bring that up. <laughs> we're not, we're not doing the mist because this will take three or four hours. <laughs> yeah, what, 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 I liked, oh, I liked the mist. 
Yeah. Well, we'll take three or four hours just to discuss the last two minutes. Of yeah. Miss. Yes. I was yeah. getting to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the movie was good up until, well, yeah. 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 Leave it. Yeah, I'll let it lie. I'll let it lie like the dog. So on that note, yes. How about the trailer? (laughs) Oh, oh, you guys would like to? Would you guys like a little Night of the Creeps trailer action? Maybe. Huh? Thrill me. Thrill you? Oh, I'll thrill you guys. Ooh. The night of the fall is finally here for Chris, Cindy, and JC. It's going to be the best night of their lives. But tonight is also. The Night of the Creeps. From a world unknown comes a nightmare unimaginable. First, they are under you, around you, on you, and then inside you. They get into your mouth and you walk around while they incubate, even if you're dead. They are a new They are a different kind of Zombies, exploding heads, creepy crawlies. We could have a little problem. The creeps are taking over. I got good news and bad news, girls. The good news is your dates are here. What's the bad news? They're dead. You have never had a night like this. Night of the Creeps. If you scream, you're dead. Uh, I got to be honest with you guys. In that trailer where he says, first they're around you, they're they're under you, you, uh, on you, and then they're in you. Reminded me of that that weekend I spent at Fire Island. I got to be honest. (laughs) Oh, wait. It it sounds, yeah, yeah. Enter through your mouth. I mean. (laughs) Okay, are we reviewing a porn movie or is this a horror movie? Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Night of the co- what? Whoa! <laughs> On that note, gentlemen, Night of the Creeps. Jason, would you like to bust out with a quick little synopsis about this uh, this horror classic? Absolutely. Um, this is uh, uh, Fred Decker directed, and what, what else did uh, Fred Decker? Wait, 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 based... wait, Jason. What did Fred Decker do? Just so for the people. Um, God, he did RoboCop three, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he, he wrote the story. Well, the story that House was based on. Just, everybody... just give it to him, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what he's. He did Monster for. Squad. Yes, he did. <laughs> he, did do Mon- he did do Monster Squad. Yep. Mm-hmm. He also wrote House. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, we won't hold the Monster Squad against him too much, but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> we will, however, hold Flying RoboCop against him. Um, but even he acknowledges. Yeah. Even he acknowledges that that was garbage. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, yes, but directed and written by Fred Decker. It's the story of Chris and JC, two college buddies who are eh, dorks on campus, and uh, they're trying to fit in. They want to uh, kind of be a part of the in crowd, sort of, and they come across a couple of uh, frat parties and, and sorority parties, and uh, Chris ends up falling in love with the president of one of the sororities who is dating the president of one of the fraternities, you know, classic 80s. Um, frat guy prankster, but the real understory of this is um, the movie begins with black and white in the 50s when something comes down from space. It's this, I don't know, it looks like a giant test tube full of leeches, actually, crashes to the ground, and in this weird mix of kind of cliche horror movies, two teenagers in a convertible pull over to the side of the road. One gets axed to death by a psycho that escapes from the mental institution for the criminally insane, uh, while the other one gets infiltrated by leeches from space um and so these leeches these brain slugs um enter through your mouth as you heard in the trailer and lay eggs in your brain and you become the walking dead until the eggs incubate and then they hatch out of your head uh, rather violently um so in the meantime chris and jc come across some of these bad guys these zombified slug creature infested carcasses and uh yeah so that's pretty much the oh, and um, of course there's the detective, uh, who great detective uh, God, Cameron, Cameron is his name, yeah. and he is uh, yeah he was yeah he was there in the fifties. It was his girlfriend that got hacked up, so he's kind of got a vested interest in this. He's now a detective, and he's investigating these things that are happening on campus. 
um, and he gets kind of embroiled in it as well. Oh, so oh, and Jason, fantastic what, what, explosive ending. Yeah, Jason, real quick. Jason, for all the yeah. people who are new to the show. Excuse me. Excuse me. Spoiler alert, please. Huh. Yes, thank you for that. Okay. Our buddy in the I was interrupting you. Well, and, and I'd like to I'd like to say yeah, send all your hate mail to Peter at ForgottenFlicks.com. Oops. <laughs> because we really can't be held responsible for our actions. I think we've proven that out over the last 39 episodes, Peter. So we expect yeah, no, I think you the to judge be the voice of we reason. Are, yeah, the, I think the judge said we are not considered responsible adults, so nope. whatever that yeah, is. I haven't been considered that for, <laughs> I don't know, 20 years. Yeah, okay, well, never, never, we're all screwed then. <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I love that guy in the little Prius or whatever he's driving. Yes, the uh, well, we like to think of it as a Geo Metro. <laughs> ah, yeah. What is or or what, maybe it's what, JV's yeah. car. It could be JV's car. I don't know. Gremlin probably doesn't. It probably has more of a. It's muffler. a gremlin. It might be more. Yeah, we probably need more muffler. <laughs> and JV is going to call in again. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. Yeah. About this. I would hope so. Well, didn't you name him? <laughs> didn't you name that little guy Nat? In uh, one other episode. Do we? Yeah. I, mean, not, I don't. Re- not... From episode to episode, I remember nothing. It, it was the the lovely one with the mass, uh, universe and uh, <sighs> yeah the garbage yeah you know, uh, uh, yeah. A, a, a person a, a really really cool person that <laughs> I, I'll remain nameless because I don't want to you know say people's names on the podcast unless they want me to told me they listened to that episode <laughs> on a plane on their way to a vacation I was like really like, that's what? how you start your vacation <laughs> oh you poor son of a gun <laughs> anyway yeah yeah so, ruin it yeah so night of the creeps um <laughs> Peter. Let's go ahead and start with you. Do you have, any, do you have any, anything? I, I would like to real quick, uh, I'll say start with you, and then I'll just interject this. Um, since yeah. Jason's synopsis sounded a little snarky about some of the cliches. I would like to, <laughs> I would throw this out, and then and then you guys discuss. I argue, and, and I've heard this argued, that this, real, this movie really is kind of postmodern for horror movies. Ten years before Scream kind of made that cool. Because... It definitely is meant to be an homage to all these movies, but it still tried to keep the horror, you know, even though it obviously is over the top. It was definitely trying to keep the horror straight up when it happens. So yeah. so I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm not saying what my opinion of the movie is. I'm just going to throw that out there. Now discuss. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to set us up. You know that, Jason, right? <laughs> That's quite all right. I'm used to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. In, so in that case, you go first. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, well, cliches. Really? In this movie, nah, yeah, it, it was kind of before its time, weren't it? With this mix and uh, homage to well, a lot of the directors and a lot of the movies because there are a lot of references. Oh, yeah, did, did you catch this... you caught all the names, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, there, there were a lot of them. Well, one, two, three, I actually made a list here. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, right, you seven. made a list. All right, you made a list. Let me see if I can guess. And I'm not looking at anything, I know there's no way to okay. prove that. Yeah. Okay, I'm, t- I'm looking at a white stucco wall, okay. Okay. Yeah, you're in the closet. That's right. I'm always in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> so we had Cameron, obviously. Yeah. That yep. would be Ray Cameron, the yep. detective played by Ray Cameron. Tom Atkins, who, by yeah. the way, is probably mm-hmm. he's eked his way into my top five coolest dude actors ever. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. And even even without a mustache. Yes, we had Ramy. That was one yep. of the cops. Obviously, we had uh, we had um, uh, Ramiro hyphen Hooper apparently. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, they gave it the, the the hero, the protagonist of the film, has two horror movie director names. JC. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. It was no, it wasn't. It was no, really. Chris Ramiro, and it was John James Carpenter Hooper. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, JC. JC yeah. yeah. Carpenter yeah. was his middle yeah. name. Because God yeah. knows you so, name your kid's middle name Carpenter. Hooper makes yeah. more sense. I, I might actually. If I had another kid, I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, John, you've run uh, out of names, dude. Like the book, <laughs> like you get to the end of the book, you're like, ah, crap, I got nothing left. From here on out, it's plumber and carpenter and Hooper. Yeah, Hooper. Hooper. Yeah. Like Hooper's not bad. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so then we also had uh, I Ramiro Cronenberg, obviously the lovely yeah. Jill Whitlow plays Cronenberg, uh, Cynthia Cronenberg. Yep. Um, oh, one that I think was probably would have flown by the radar, but I caught it because I like the man's movies. 
Minor, as in Steve Minor, as in director of House, yeah, Lake Placid, right. yeah. and Friday the 13th 2 and 3. Ha-ha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'm missing some. Hold on. Yeah. Or at least one. They didn't say Craven, did they? No, no. I don't think so. It's not on my list. Okay. I had John Landis. Did they do Landis? Yeah, yeah, the detective, his detective buddy. Oh, that's detective. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's it for me. And then one more. Wait, who was the coroner? Didn't the coroner? What was the coroner's name? Oh, yeah. Um, I know what's I didn't write his name down. Uh, now you guys are going to make me look on IMDb. Okay, you guys discuss the last ones while no. I'm looking at it now. Hold on. Okay. No, the one, the big one, what was the name of the university? Oh, Corman. Yeah. Damn it. Corman University. <laughs> I beat yeah. you. Yeah. I beat you. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Oh, wait, I got the coroner's name. The coroner? Are you guys ready for this? (laughs) You're going to feel so stupid. (laughs) It was coroner. (laughs) He's actually actually in the top ten build actors in this movie, even before Alan Kaiser, who played the Bradster, and they just had him as coroner. Coroner. I really thought that up. He doesn't have a name. Oh, and did you catch the cameo? I almost forgot to mention that. Now I'm checking IMDb, I remember. Uh, the Big cameo number. of the young scientist, which in fact was his name in the movie, apparently. Young scientist. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was I thought he was young grad student, because all they really said That's was... That's true, they did. He's a grad student. Who's apparently such a <laughs> moron, he can't remember the number zero. Uh, wait, wait a minute. That was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, one, one, one that. Yeah. yeah. I need you to get that one digit for me that these two dorks are going to come in and just guess at, because it's simple... You're me talking about Mr. Pamer, right? Yes, David Pamer. I from City Slickers. Uh huh. And yeah. Quiz Show, which is a good movie. That's right. Yeah. You've yeah. never seen Quiz Show. What else has he been in? Uh, well, let me ooh, click on ooh, his. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I have one. What? He played a scientist in another movie. Okay. Hold on. Well, to Power be fair, okay, I'm not gonna lie. I just technically hit his IMDb page, but I haven't hit his filmography. I only see Payback, Drag Me to Hell, which I he has. He has a bit part in that. Yeah. Amistad and Quiz Show. So I was right on Quiz Scroll Show. Hold down. You'll get to Howard. Okay, you know what? I haven't clicked it yet, so let me think. He plays a scientist in something else. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing. What is it? There. Howard the Duck. Oh, Howard. Oh, you did say Howard. Yeah. Howard the <laughs> Duck. 86, uh, that was. Yeah. No, I kind of like Howard the Duck. You know what? I don't Not, hate it. I don't hate it. No. It's a horrible movie, but I don't hate it. Leah Thompson is in it. There, there is that. Yeah. She's one of the saving great. Duck loving. Yeah, yeah. Not dirty at all. Nope. Ooh, safe for the whole family. Oh, it totally is. Especially the part yeah. where he's looking at Play Duck. <laughs> yeah. Duck boobs. Yeah. Uh oh. Sorry. No, did we lose him? Oh, there goes Jason. The groom's man is gone. Skype snapped him away. So depending yes, on how lo- I'm still here. Oh, wait, oh, no. There he is. Oh. I don't have to edit. I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he's gone. No, I was going to say, I love the scene in Night of the Creeps when, yeah, he has to remember the last digit of the code of the security buttons because he hits four numbers. It's a four digit code. Yeah. And what does he have to do? He has to go to a pay phone. I know that was awesome. Yeah. There are no phones in the lab. No, not only that, he had to walk up a flight of stairs. Yes, exactly. (laughs) This is a secure uh, secure place. Yes, it's so secure that. These two guys can just come in the front door. Yeah. That's not where the lock is. That's not where the, the pad no. is. It's one digit. Yeah. <laughs> and presumably, they captured this guy, uh, the very first um, guy that's been infected by the slugs, the one from the 50s, the kid who did the, you know, the cliche walk into the woods. Yeah, we probably should um, set up the scene thing. for why the kids were there. Because I'm sure anybody who hasn't, well, because hopefully at this point, if they haven't seen the movie, they've stopped listening. But, yeah, no, but sure. yeah, no, just well, just real quick, just just to say that David yep. Pamer is a young scientist. The two main characters um, to join this fraternity because uh, the one kid played by Jason Lively, uh, not JC, the um, Romero kid, Chris, he yeah. is yeah. Uh, wanting to you know make uh, make some time with this cute little uh, sorority girl. So he wants to join a frat. Uh, long story short, their hazing involves them going to get a corpse. So they break into this lab, I guess. And they come across, as Jason was about to tell you, the cryogenically frozen body of the kid from the 1950s who had a slug go into his mouth. Yes. But to your point before, I this this was actually, you know, I may have sounded snarky because I think that's just my general tone. Yes. Um, but um, 
I think that I love the setup to this movie, the, the fact that it took place in the late 50s. And it really was very, very typical uh, homage to the old style of horror movies. And I love yep. those because yep. the, you know, two kids in a, in a nice Thunderbird or something with the going to make out point And the cop comes up and says, kids need to go. There's a psycho on the loose. And of course, as they're heading down the road, they see something streaking from the air and they've got to go find it. And, uh, when they go to find it, of course, that's when all you know, all the bad things start to happen to them. So I, this was actually ahead of its time in that, and it was very much aware of all those things that have happened before that, even setting up some other things that happened after. I mean, some other movies, I think, kind of played on the same type of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these weren't your typical zombies. These were – they were zombies, I guess, in the no, fact that they were dead. these were definitely zombies, yes. Yeah, I mean, they were dead, but they were being controlled by alien slugs, mm-hmm. so – yeah, but what does it matter? Well, what does it matter if it's a slug parasite or if it's a you know in Night of Living Dead, it's insinuated that it's just a parasite that came in on a satellite. Yeah, yeah, yeah true, true. It's yeah, not the it's size the of the parasite that matters, Jason. <laughs> it's it's the wiggle and <laughs> slug. That's right. <laughs> yes, no, it was great, and he even played tongue in cheek to itself a couple times, like when um, Brad. Spoiler alert: Brad who is the, Yes, the Bradster, because I want a license plate that says. Bradster. Yeah, because my name God, is let's, let's be honest, Jason. That sounds better than the Jason Stir, which just sounds weird. The Jaster. The Jaster. That sounds better. The Jaster, yeah. yeah. Jaster. I'm going to get a license plate that just says gerbil. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> gerbil on board. <laughs> no, but he's kind of the he's kind of the classic frat jerk who picks on these guys for being, you know, dorks or whatever. And uh, the the main heroine, the the uh, um, the girl that he's Cynthia. in love with. Yeah, Cynthia. Yeah, Cynthia, sorry. Um, she dumps him at one point, and, of course, he gets a brain slug. Of course. So he turns into a zombie. But when he shows up, he just stands there at the door. She comes out, not even looking at him, mm-hmm. takes him by the hand, sits him down <laughs> on the front stoop, and she's like, I was going to call you, but I'm sorry this isn't working out. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just sitting in the background staring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, completely blank look, no dead, eyeballs, yeah. you know, they're rolled back in his head, dead completely. And You do know uh, who he was? Did you recognize him? Do you know who he was, the actor? He looked familiar, but I couldn't. I didn't recognize him, and I didn't look him up either, no. Yeah, he was in, uh, you remember the show Mama's Family? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was very much an American show, like, not just American, but a southern American show. <laughs> <laughs> it always reminded me of my grandmother, let me just put it that way. And uh, Vicky Lawrence. Yeah, Vicky, uh, yeah, Vicky Lawrence played the character that she she carried over the. Uh, it was actually a spinoff of, from the Carol Burnett show, and uh, it was a sitcom. Yes. And he played Bubba, her her grandson, who came in a few seasons into the show. Like he wasn't there from the beginning. He was definitely more of the eighties. Uh, and they, I think, they brought him in to be like the heartthrob. I mean, actually, I think he, he had red hair. Like his character in this was obviously uh, you know bleach blonded out. So yeah, um, yeah. Like which Bubba. actually fit his. Yeah, he didn't look like a Bubba, but no, he fit no, his, no. the the blonde character in this because he looked yeah. like a spray on tan, bleach blonde kind of, you know, college boy. Yeah. So oh yeah, definitely, definitely. He looks like a jerk, actually. Yeah, he really did. He did yeah. well. He was yeah. good. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So so the other big trivia bit that I wanted to throw in, and then I'll tell you what I thought of the movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as if you have to ask. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the. Um, uh, all the frat guys were played by the effects um, crew. Really? Yep. Uh, actually, really? Actually, Howard Berger and the the credits said Greg Nicotero was one of them, but I don't. Yeah. I didn't catch that he was. Which I I I'm sure if he you know he was and he was, but I know Howard Berger definitely yeah. was, and I could I recognized him when I saw him as one of the frat. I think um, I don't remember if he was the one with the mustache that had the, the really bad. Like he looked like he was probably like thirty and still <laughs> in college. That guy. With the mullet. Yeah, I remember, yeah. 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 And, uh, but yeah, I think pretty much all of them, because they were obviously on a tight budget, and it was easier for them to make the life molds and everything off of their own faces uh, for the zombie bit. And, yeah, they all played the um, the zombies. That would be so cool. Cool. Yeah, I did see a couple places that Greg Nicotero was one of them, which was which was pretty good. But um, I have another one, another good one, that was towards the end. One of the sorority girls. Mm-hmm. Did you recognize one uh, of them? Dude, absolutely. Susan uh, Snyder from uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And Weird Science? And, wait for it, Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Absolutely. I like that one, <laughs> huh? And? Uh-huh. And? One more? Yeah, one give, more? Give me a second. 80s? I'm not looking, so I'm thinking. Is it a horror <laughs> movie or comedy? 
Uh, comedy. Oh, you said that with a pause. It was like a horror comedy. I think Killer Clowns. <laughs> it's comedy. <laughs> I said Killer Clowns. So, um, hmm. And it wasn't Weird Science. Give me a hint. I'm not looking, dang it. Come on. Give me a hint. Yeah, I, yeah I'm waiting for Jason. <laughs> oh, waiting for me? Yeah. I, oh, Jason doesn't know. He just guessed she was in another movie from the 80s and figured I would know it. Come on, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Why not? <laughs> no, wasn't she in um No, no. Wasn't hint, she the hint, girl in Teen Wolf? Oh, you suck. No. Sorry. No, the blonde? Yeah. No. No, no. No, not the main girl, not the main girl. I thought she was in it. She, oh, she may have had a bit part. No, there, you know what? Yeah, no, I was thinking oh, of oh, one of the other. Oh, so let me get this straight. You throw yes. out a trivia throwdown. You throw down the trivia gauntlet, <laughs> and then I'm sitting here racking my little pea brain, sweating my ass off in a closet, all trying to remember, <laughs> and it wasn't even the right movie. <laughs> I was thinking of really? a different There was another girl that was in it. The other sorority girl was in Teen Wolf. The Her other... name was Melanie, Melanie Manos. She was uh, in Teen Wolf. And oh, she was you, also if you say so, dude, I got nothing on that one. I just recognized uh, the I was looking up a couple because a couple of the sorority girls looked familiar. Yeah, the one that was from – um, uh, the one that she, her line was, well, Cynthia Brad's here. Oh yeah. She was the one I recognized. Oh, yeah. 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 Cynthia. <laughs> yeah, Cynthia. So, so is it a, is it a safe bet then gentlemen that you both like this movie? Like, go ahead and rate it. Tell me what you thought. I, I just want to know. Jason. Um, well, I tell you what, I like this movie. First of all, I like it. I own it now. I've, I definitely yeah. like it. I give this thing extra marks for its 80s factor, which I've come to realize not all 80s movies have a very high 80s factor. Some of them, you know, very neutral, carry through very well, like the thing. This gets extra bonus points for me for having uh, uh, that much 80s factor because any any movie that says bitchin' and bogus oh, yeah. and gag me with a spoon in the same movie, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's top of my list. So. <laughs> But the first thought, you know, uh, the first scene where they uh, get into the frat party, the 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 dance scene. Yep. The first thought that entered my mind was, "You gotta love the '80s." You know, yeah. you know why? Because yeah. it is the ubiquitous white kids can't dance scene. Yeah, it's awesome. Every <laughs> yeah, '80s movie worth a crap has them. <laughs> None of them could even no, <laughs> they couldn't dance a step. Yeah, nope. To save their lives, even. What do you think on oh, Night of the Creeps? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> not to go on a complete uh, tangent-filled tirade, because I would never do that. No, as as no. the last Night of the uh, Elm Street. Night of the Elm Street, oh my God. Night of the Elm Street? <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. episode will uh, definitely huh? prove out. Yes. Um, so Night of the Creeps, I saw when I was around 11, uh, yeah, around 11-ish. It was like right after it came on video. Uh, my friend Richard, who is uh, directly responsible for the vast majority of movies I should not have seen at that age, he and my cousin Chris, because um, with him I saw around that same time Night of the Living Dead, the original, uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, this, Night of the Creeps, uh, Day of the Dead, uncut, um, the original, which, yeah, that's not for kids. And some nope. other movies, let's just say... Uh, you got to be 21 or older to rent. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all that being said, Night of the Creeps, I remember we were doing like a sleepover thing, and I don't know why, but especially the 50s bit and the part with the uh, the little uh, house mother and he comes busting up, the axe murderer comes busting up out of the floor. Don't want to give anything major. Spoiler. Yeah. Oops. Oopsie. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, those scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Like, Absolutely. I don't know what it was. And something about the 50s, and because I think it was, is it was 50s style, but it was still so bloody and gory, you know? Watching it now, um, <laughs> I actually really, really liked it. A lot. Like, yeah. a lot, a lot. But not as scary as you remember. No, it wasn't scary. I mean, but then again, I, I, to be fair, I, you know what I mean? It's not going to be scary to me. Nah, that. Natural. At this it's point, I don't... Fun. Yeah, yeah, it's scary fun. It is... Yeah. But I really appreciated, first off, obviously, I'm you know a Fred Decker fan. So, um, But that aside, I'm not going to apologize for RoboCop 3. Um, <laughs> I like Irving Kirshner, but because I'm not, I'm not apologizing for RoboCop 2 either. Um, no. Although it does, it does have <laughs> exactly. a couple of cool moments. It is, it is, after all, Irving Kirshner, people. He did Empire. Um, yeah. So I just, 
I felt like this, what I liked was all the attention to detail. I liked all the horror references that this was so obviously an homage. Um, you could call it a, a parody. I really wouldn't call it like a spoof. This was not like a naked gun, goofy, no, 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 never, no, like Dracula no, dead no, and loving no. it. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was definitely no, no, the hor- the characters were in a horror movie. The characters were experiencing the horror. It was not played for laughs. And I liked that. I liked that, you know, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was a gore fest, but in that fun latex and, you know, caro syrup, you know, 80s kind of way. And again, no, but that all the references are not for the characters; it's for us. Yo, as totally. the, uh, yeah, as viewers. So, yeah, uh, we're so, in on the joke, but the yeah, characters yeah. are, and that's what I really liked. I definitely yeah, yeah. like that. Um, I, I also, you know, so I like that kind of idea of you know that that this movie was postmodern before postmodern was cool, which is probably why it tanked at the box office. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I assume I. You said you own this, right, Peter? Me too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Of course. And hey. Jason, do you own it? Yeah, I do now. Oh, you okay? Oh, you bought it? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, well, the version yesterday. I got off was off of uh, Netflix. So, did you oh, have yeah. built into it the newer ending, or was it the original ending? No, the new ending, right? Where? Uh, oh, right, well, against... yeah. This is we're going to go and spoil the crap out of the end here. The original. Okay. I'll tell you what. The original ending sucked, and apparently audiences hated it, and a lot of people have attributed. Well, I don't. I doubt it. This is why it tanked at the box office. Probably had something to do with the studio not supporting it, um, but. The original ending, they get through all the turmoil and did kind of like The Mist, where it was all for freaking nothing, because the the main characters turn around. Yeah, you remember that, Peter? They turn around, there's the dog, and the slug goes flying at the screen, cut to black. Not good. Yeah. (laughs) I actually liked that ending a little better. No, I actually liked this ending better. Yeah, Yeah. so the new ending, to spoil the crap out of it, is the detective, um, because it's really spoiling it. So if you don't want us to tell you the ending... Fast forward like 60 seconds, but the the ending is uh, uh, Detective um, Cameron, he jumps down in the he's in the basement. He lights it all aflame with the gas running and gasoline and it blows the whole house up. And so that's kind of the happy ending. The house burns. Everything dies. And uh, Chris and Cynthia are kind of holding each other. They kiss. The fire truck arrives. And that's kind of playing out to be the end. But then in the newer ending, they fade away from them. Camera pans up on a crane and then. You see the detective Cameron walking down the street, burnt up like Fred Krueger, and he's oh, well, kind he of falling. Has cig- yeah, 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 still has a cigarette. Yeah, on burnt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he falls down. His head bursts open, and the little uh, brain slugs go running out, and they crawl under the fence into a cemetery. Awesome. And then you see a spotlight of an alien ship kind of shining, looking for them in the cemetery. Yeah, I'll be honest then, with you, I would have liked it. the ending. That ending would have been perfect <laughs> to me if it had just stopped on the cemetery side. Like, I don't think we needed to see the I alien agree. ship. Yeah. I thought it just kind yeah. of felt like we missed it. Like, they, they were going to continue something with that. But it's like they were just looking for their lost key. And it was just weird. It seemed like there was, there, there was no resolution yeah. to that yeah. part with the ship. We didn't need that. No. I think just the no, cemetery, no. it's kind of got that Tales from the Dark Side, Twilight Zone kind of twist. And yeah, you know what? Cool. cool uh, a funny thing. What? No, a funny thing. You know uh, when he's down in the basement, yes. uh, the detective, when they when they arrive, they see him. He has a piece of duct tape over his mouth. Yeah. I find that <laughs> totally hilarious. Well, that's what I loved is that they added these little nuances. And I yeah. know that, they, at least according to the trivia, Tom Atkins no, uh, you know, did this one bit. But I actually no, really noticed it this time. When, on the way up to the uh, sorority house to check out the dead body, he stops yeah. and goes back and smells a rose. Yeah, And it was just this cool little yeah. touch that he apparently yeah. added in and they let him do it, improv it. And it was like the idea that all the crap this guy's been through, he's like, you know what? No, i got to stop and smell the roses. But then yeah. did you notice that later... They had a shot where the camera was was shooting the rose, and then the background of the house burning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nice so touch, kind of bringing yeah, that, that loop back around yeah, reminds you of cool him. And, that's what I liked about it. Yeah, I did like it. I thought it was well done. Yeah. yeah and I the agree. other thing I really liked is that the characters in this movie, obviously for this movie to work, have to do typical stupid horror movie things like release cryogenic bodies from freezing, things that they couldn't possibly <laughs> know how to yeah. do. They have to, you know, uh, you know, confess to. You know, thirty-year-old murders to some kid. Yeah. But what I love is the characters, without looking at the audience and winking and breaking the fourth no. wall, they make reference to how ridiculous it is. But it never feels like that whole like, oh, this is what. But like when camera makes, you know, what is this a crime scene or some bad B movie? And yeah. it's just the way he <laughs> yeah, says that it. was. <laughs> you know, 
things like that. Yes, and like with JC, yeah. and, and you know, he goes to push disengage, and um, uh, Chris's character, you know, you know, makes some comment about, you know, yeah, that, that's probably a really bad idea. I'm just guessing that, you know, and they go through this whole thing. And that, actually, at one point, um, I think it's when they're um, being interrogated by Detective Cameron, the two kids, and JC makes a comment. About you know, I'd rather have. Did he say like I'd rather have some I'd, alien I'd parasite have in my, my brain, brain invaded yeah. by yeah. alien? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is before they know about that. So it was yeah. it was clever. It was cool how they did yeah. that and worked that kind of stuff. And this was definitely a, a love letter from uh, you know Decker to those movies he grew up with. I could totally relate to that. I thought it was awesome, and I cannot forget the one quick cameo. And this is not a person cameo. This is a graffiti cameo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. In the bathroom with a character. I won't give it away because it would be a major spoiler. But a character uh, yeah, crawling right. along. And on the wall, you see something very quickly. Jason, you want to tell the people what it says? Yeah, wasn't it uh, Striper Rules? Well, yes. Or... Have, no, no, yeah. No, no. That's when he's in the stall. And they definitely had that. Because <laughs> apparently the makeup artist, I guess, was dating and then subsequently married yeah, one yeah. of the members of the band Striper. <sighs> yes, I know what it was. What was it, Jason? Monster Squad rules. Yes. You really keep torturing it, don't you? Yes, I know. It's great. God. But what I really love about that, and I, w- I would be hard-pressed to think of any other time this has happened where somebody referenced another movie that, at that point, hadn't been made yet. Yeah, it was coming It was coming up the next year. Yeah, but he yeah. didn't know for I don't think... I want to say one of his... Uh, I, I remember if it was the commentary. Somewhere I heard him say, at the time, I think he had this... Because he wrote it as a spec script... I don't know if it. No, I'm sorry. He didn't write it. Shane. Well, he wrote it with Shane Black, right? I think I'm pretty sure they wrote it together. Uh, Monsters. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, but I don't. I think it probably wasn't until after maybe Lethal Weapon came out because Shane Black obviously wrote Lethal Weapon. I don't think it was a done deal that he was going to be making Monsters. Squad. he just knew that he wanted it to be his next movie, and that yeah. still it was a cool little reference to a yeah. script he wrote that could have never come to fruition, but because it did, it's like this cool foreshadowing. Yeah. You know, you it's kind of neat. Kind of forced like it. it in there. Yeah. yeah I like yeah. that. That's cool. <laughs> Like, yeah, I know something you don't know. Exactly, yeah, very <laughs> kind of cool. thing. Yes, absolutely. Who, you know what? who we haven't mentioned here? Who's that? Who's the armorer? Oh, my God! Thank how you, Peter. I would have mentioned him. Dude, if we had gone through the show, I, I, I cannot tell you how many times this has happened, where like an hour and a half later, I'm like, I forgot to mention Like, even Shane Black, when we did um, Monster Squad. Totally forgot to mention about Shane Black, and I want to talk about it. <laughs> um, but, yes, uh, Dick yeah. Miller. Dick Miller. That's a cameo. Yes. But, wait, wait, wait. Do you know what his name was? Without looking it up. No, I, I. He was just a guy in the armory. <laughs> I'm not looking it up. I have no, no idea. I, I do, and I knew it without looking it up because I know I know the joke. It's a running gag. Did you know what his name was? Uh, is it the same as what it was in Gremlins? No, that was Mr. Futterman. That was Mr. Futterman. Murray, yeah, Murray right. Futterman. WWII. No, it was yeah, right? Walt, <laughs> aka Walter, aka Walter Paisley. Also known as his character from A Bucket of Blood, the old Corman flick. He's also been called uh-huh. Walter Paisley, I believe. I know he was in Chopping Mall. He was in this. And I, was he called Walter? Did they make a reference to him as Walter in Terminator when he was the, uh, the gun? Oh, man, I don't remember. There have been like four or five different movies um, yeah. where they've referenced him. And I want to say one of Dante's. and I'm, it's, Was it The Howling? Mm. Maybe in The Howling. The, but that he's been referenced as Walter Paisley because of Bucket of Blood. Uh, yeah, numerous times. Oh, nice. Yes, that's, that's a very cool little cool, you know, cameo bit there. Uh, and I'm sorry, any movie is immediately improved. Yes, even yeah. Route Six 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 with Lou Diamond Phillips, if it has yeah. Dick Miller. <laughs> yeah, it is. Dick Miller in it. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so on, on that note, gentlemen, we are going to uh, get a little uh, pro action going, and then it will be time for our flicks movie picks. Hmm. Hi, this is Kevin Batchelder. And this is the Saturday B Movie Reel. Shoot it! Shoot it! (laughs) (laughs) That's about describes it. All right, everybody stay here. We look specifically at the Sci Fi Channel's original movies. You know the ones. The ones that air on Saturday night. Known throughout the ages as an instant classic. (laughs) We need a bigger gator! Uh, Limb cutting and blood squirting from... (laughs) Flying limbs, I called it in my notes. (laughs) What could go wrong? We look on a regular basis at the movies as they come out, and since there have been over 200 of them, we do go back and look at many of them that are now out on DVD. Please, no! 
by this point, I had completely forgotten any semblance of seeing if this actually makes any sense from a plot point of view. So come on by, get involved, and have some fun. Check us out at SaturdayBMovieReel.com. Our future depends on it. Make it safe. I think we still need to add a toilet flushing sound there. Yeah, I think that would be better. Yeah, that probably would be, it'd be more appropriate half the time, especially especially with mine tonight. I'm sure there'll be. Well, I think people, the the film geeks will like it, but yeah, it's interesting. So um, yes, and uh, of course, back and listen. Yes, we had the promo for uh, Kevin. Uh, go check out his podcast for Shizzle, and we'll have those in the show notes. So uh, Jason, do you want to continue with the? Um, since we actually didn't, we make Dave go last the first time, and then we had. Um, Paul then we made Paul go first. first. So should yeah. Peter go second, or should we make him first or last? Oh, Peter, do you have a preference, Peter? <laughs> if I, I'll, I'll go. Uh, no, I'll, All right, I'll humiliate I'll, myself first. I'll just wait. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's go for it. All right. I'm going to go with one we've actually already mentioned, but my connection to this is not through the zombies, but it is through Suzanne Snyder. Um, who is in one of the movies that is one of my favorite guilty pleasures, which isn't really guilty because I don't mind telling anybody that I love it, um, but one of those that was, I guess, written to be ridiculously ridiculous. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I love that from movie. From 1988. I, act, I, I own it on DVD. I absolutely love this movie. It's uh, um, uh, Steven Chiodo wrote it. It stars uh, Grant Kramer and Suzanne Snyder, obviously. And... Um, uh, they're invaded by aliens from space who look like clowns, carry popcorn guns full of killer popcorn, wrap you up in cotton candy that will kill you and make a cocoon so that they can suck your blood out of you like you like a spider. So um, it is an awesome kind of mix of B-movie and comedy with uh, a little bit of horror in it, but it's a fantastic movie, and Suzanne Snyder plays a good part as the girlfriend. Again, kind of like the Night of the Creeps, she's a very classic horror movie you know, girl, but uh, with some good twists to it, so um, I think it's a really good one. So Yeah, it's good. I'll, yeah, it's an excellent movie. And, and just a, a, not a full-on horror movie, but those clowns are really scary. Man. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. I think Pennywise still yeah, okay. has every one of them beat. I think Pennywise still is scarier, but Killer Clowns. Yeah, Pennywise. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, it's probably because he's the scariest. They float, Georgie. <laughs> they all float. <laughs> no. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll, you, do you, all right, so Peter, do you want to go last? I, I don't. I have a connection to this. I'm I'm in a carpenter thing here, so I'm going with Tom Atkins. Ah, connection and, to uh, Tom. Yeah, but not the fog that I did in the. I know review, which one. But... I bet you I can guess. Yeah. You may guess. I don't. Well, yeah, you may guess. Go. Don't, don't take his thunder. Okay, I won't. No, it's not thunder. It's just, uh, I, I just thought of this because. <laughs> Should I go? Okay, go for it, brother. I wanted, to, stuff out. I wanted to guess. Maniac Cop. Oh, you know what? Ah. That was not my guess. I was going to say Halloween 3. So there you go. Oh, yeah, but that was not. Ah. Maniac Cop. And who's also in Maniac Cop? Uh, Mr. Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Lorraine Landon is also in it. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll just stop there. Yep. Maniac Cop. <laughs> yeah. Good pick. I like that one. Yes. Maniac oh. Cop is a, a classic. William Lustig directed that, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, I did. Yes. From the uh, man who gave yeah. you Maniac. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. That's... I, haven't seen that for, I haven't seen that for a long time. I'm maybe I'll whip it up. Whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Not no, on the no, podcast, no. you won't. <laughs> yeah, so, so Maniac Cop is Peter's pick. That is an excellent pick. And I... Yep, 19... 19 what? 1988. 1988, yes. Actually, yes. I was thinking 87. I don't know what... Uh, what is wrong with me? <laughs> uh, no, you're broken. Yeah, I am. That's a whole other, that's a whole other podcast, my friend. <laughs> yes, I chose Bad Taste from Ooh. 1987. Peter Jackson's Ooh. directorial debut... I pretty much chose it because it's a gore fest. I guess you could kind of say it has kind of zombie-ish things going on, but, I mean, not really, because I really don't know how you explain Derek and his brain packing. I don't know. Anyway, I'll try and explain the plot as quickly as possible, but here's, in a a nutshell, (laughs) three guys are apparently part of some kind of uh, 
government agency, even though they drive around in really bad beater cars. Um, the Beatles are in it too. <laughs> they, yeah, didn't have cutouts of Beatles in it. I think it did. Yeah, I think it yeah. did. It's been a while since I've seen mm-hmm. it, but I was just thinking, what can I? Virtual's going to do Dead Alive, or AKA Brain Dead. Um, the yeah. Peter Jackson picture. Oh, I yeah. want to do something that was like a, a humorous gore fest. That was my connection to uh, Night of the Creeps. Um, but I was like, ah, nah, I'll go bad taste. That's something yeah. that a lot of people haven't seen. <laughs> and uh, it is in bad taste. And so anyway, these guys realize that some aliens are taking over the small town and turning people into food. And it's gross. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's totally yeah. hilarious. It's funny. I mean, the part where he's drinking the big bowl of puke. I mean, come on. Oh. <laughs> and I mean, it lo- really dude, it looks up. it looks like somebody ate uh, uh, like a a uh, like a lime jello mold, yeah. but with like the chunks of cat food in it, like uh, Aunt Gray or the uh, the aunt was her name from a Christmas Vacation, you know? The, oh, from the National yeah. Christmas yeah. Vacation, yeah, yeah. Gracie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, God, what, yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't Grace because because he says say Grace and then she does the whole thing about. You know, Grace. Oh right, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name, but you know what I'm talking about the, the cat food Ooh, yeah. lady in the in the, <laughs> yes. in the lime jello mold. Yeah, that's what it looks like if you regurgitated <laughs> it, and then the guy drinks it out of a bowl. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, but uh, Peter, this is, go ahead. This is one of the few uh, movies that I will put up there that's grosser than Dead Alive because Dead Alive is one of those that you know anybody that picks up a lawnmower. In a room with zombies. To cut through zombies, and it just flows like a river. I yeah. would like to point out this movie beat it to it, though. This movie had uh, zombie death by lawnmower first. Uh, Night of the Creeps did. That was very good. Yeah. 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 Except um, they didn't show yeah. quite as much. No, that, no, no, Dead Alive definitely takes it <laughs> to a whole other level of gross. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, actually, uh, to uh, tie back to the, the censorship we had here in Sweden oh, yeah. at the time, this one I saw at the theaters. And it was uncut, and it was unheard of, because this movie is, yeah, it, it's so over the top, it's ridiculous. They actually showed it uncut in Sweden when they were going, when they had the censor stuff going on? In the theaters. <laughs> I, I th- I, they were kind of, it were, they were getting out of it, the censorship, yeah. but, but this was, uh, since this was so bloody and so gory, it was like, what, they're, they're what? They're showing it uncut? <laughs> this is something. I'm so there. Yeah, really. It <laughs> slipped through accidentally. Yeah, up to that why. point, up to yeah. that point, uh, P- Peter had been, uh, living this sordid underground lifestyle where at any moment <laughs> the, the authorities were going to bust into his house and find his horror movie collection and lock him away for being a degenerate. Because oh, I got it from somewhere else, you mean? Oh, no. No, you would. People no. would never. Look, that is bull crap. Uh, uh, governments could try to, to oppress free speech and, 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 and censor things, but people will never, ever, ever try and get bootleg copies of the stuff. That oh, no. That never, no, no, ever no, happen. <laughs> people bad, bad like to fun. be oppressed they love it yeah yeah yes. um all the time <laughs> that was a good choice actually yeah. yeah um yeah actually it's funny you bring that up and then i'm gonna stop going on my freaking attention but this is something i've actually been meaning to ask you about since yeah. we've met and i keep forgetting to do it via email so i'm gonna do it via podcast okay i remember reading about Fango about some of it because it was around like they were talking about like the video nasties in the uk and i remember yeah. there was this big deal because they covered a movie in Fango called evil ed yeah and it was a swedish made gore fest yep you know what i'm talking about yeah I have of, it. of course you do yeah <laughs> peter's like i was in it no <laughs> yeah. no i know well, sweden's a small country witch, i figured yeah. you might you know know the guy or something I'm oh yeah we have windmills too <laughs> <laughs> burn yes. got you yes that's true that's true oh, I, man, I, I, I had that yeah. one coming i had that one coming no, I laugh along with it. So uh, <laughs> I take it all in stride. But I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> Whatever made you think that? Nothing. <laughs> anyway, you were going to ask about Evil Ed? Yeah, no, I was just going to ask if oh, he yeah. knew what I, I figured he did. I figured he knew yeah, that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was pretty far out, too. Yeah, I got to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever seen it. I, it was weird because I remember it was a big deal and I was looking forward to the video store and it never, it never came to my local specs or movie warehouse. Mm, I don't know if it was released. I'm sure it's on Netflix. It's got to be on Netflix now, right? What? Somebody, somebody, look that up. Stat. <laughs> Evil Ed on Netflix. Get up and call us in a Evil week. Ed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what did come to Netflix? What's that, which, Peter? I know you and I had talked about before. Um, Troll Hunter is now on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The, I got that one. Norwegian, that. yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah, yeah, Jason, yeah. Norwegian, Swedish. I know the They're not the freaking same. Yeah. No, no, I have a map. 
Have you seen Troll Hunter? Yeah, I actually saw it. It came to the um, Florida Film Festival here months ago when Joel and I went and saw a couple of films there. And uh, I made it a point to see it and really loved it. And then I was watching the news to see when it would come out on DVD. And um, to my surprise, it actually came out on, on Netflix Play It Now so instantly. Um, so I watched it again uh, on instant streaming, and I love it. It's a, uh, it's a fantastic flick. So Yeah, yeah. yeah I am definitely, I'm jonesing to see it. I didn't get a chance to see it. So Yeah, this is one of those that I would actually uh, really like to purchase to have for my DVD collection. Uh, you know, I'd like to see some of them if they have any behind the scenes or uh, cut scenes or anything like that. It was pretty, it was pretty well yeah. done, actually. Pretty cool. They, they, they do have uh, cuts. Yeah, there's a, a bit of extra material uh, on the DVD I have, anyway. That's I think cool. there was actually an import uh, version i bought oh cool they didn't release oh, it it's, cool. it was out in import before it came to sweden strangely enough and, and wow just, <laughs> yeah yeah well things yeah right on the border different. right yeah well, but i'm talking about norway have you seen that there's the zombie movie dead snow i've seen the trailer and the box but i haven't watched it yet now i know what you're talking about though yeah it, uh, uh, yeah what is it Einzweit die or something on the on the cover <laughs> <laughs> to harken back to the, the Nazi zombies. It's a, it's a great movie. I, I love it. It's a, it's horror, but there's a lot of comedy in it. Okay, cool. Yeah, it looks. You can tell by the uh, the cover with the chopped off top of the head yeah, yeah, of one of the Nazi, the Nazi yeah. Yeah, yeah. officers laying in the snow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent, gentlemen. Well, well yeah. on that note, on that note, gentlemen, would you like to? Uh, wrap things oh wait wait jason before you do i do don't know if you recall but on our i think it was our thing episode we may have made a reference mm-hmm. to something about jv did we make a reference to something about jv doing something at that on that episode uh, i no, don't honestly. remember yeah honestly i hope i was hoping you did because i didn't because he followed up his uh, voicemail with this no why why i'd love to thank you very much for for offering this is like this is like like a, like a, like a freaking the best Christmas gift ever. You know. Anyway, guys, everybody listening to the show right now—that means you who are listening to the show. You love these two guys, right? Well, that's wonderful. Let them know. Give them a call. Two zero six two zero three zero four nine one. Call them whenever, wherever you are. Two a.m. at midnight in like freaking Sweden uh, while you're driving the car. Whatever. Two zero six two zero three zero four nine one. Let them know what you think of the show. Two zero six two zero three zero four nine one. Call now. Standard air time rate supply, as do long-distance charges if you happen to be calling from a landline. Thank you very much. Happy New Year. You guys are awesome. Well, you know, Joel and Jason Cap, you guys are awesome. Yes, and Jason, I'd like to point out, I'd like to point out, he just stole your thunder. Hey, he does a better job at the phone number than I do. He's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yes, I also, I also love that he made a reference to Peter without saying it directly on the episode Peter was on. That was perfect. I know. And that actually was not coordinated. I know it's hard to believe we don't always coordinate things on this show. We don't coordinate anything on this show. What are you wait talking a, wait about? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This just in. This just in. I had to reinstall the uh, Netflix app because I had to completely reinstall my entire freaking operating system on my iPad 2 because when I did the iOS 5 update, it screwed everything up. <laughs> I lost everything. But that's okay. I'm moving on now. It's the ghost of Steve. Too soon? No? Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. I thought I'd toss it out there. God almighty. I wouldn't even go there. The man was a saint. <laughs> All right. Send their hate mail to yeah, Jason. Jason. Peter at Forgotten Clicks. <laughs> That's the only reason we had him on. J- Peter is our Patsy. Uh, well, I'll, I'll actually get mail then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, I'll read it. Uh, this just in Evil Ed, Netflix Instant Play. 1995. Uh, I got it in the queue. Score. Rock on. I'm going to have to put it in there. Yeah, oh, Jason. It's weird. Jason, you'll like this. This is you. It's, it's, okay. it's bloody weird. I would like to point out, though, and what is up with them changing DVD covers from original poster art? Why? Because the uh, original poster art, the original cover, I remember, had like an axe going through the guy's head, like right in the middle, and like it was, you like had this like, ah, look on his face, and it was kind of cartoonish. Right? Do you remember that cover, Peter? Or am, I, am I remembering things completely wrong? It's a totally different. No, cover. I'm trying to remember the one. Because the cover have. now looks just very generic and. Yeah, it's political correctness. Oh, is that what it is? Those bastards. Probably. Yeah. Well, that, well, I'll be honest with you. We shouldn't talk smack because this show totally embraces nope. political correctness. So, mm. obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> On that note, gentlemen, so we've gotten the voicemail number out. 
we need all the folks to go check uh, ForgottenFlicks.com, uh, Peter's Reviews, and Jason's even got some reviews on there, right, Jay? Huh? A little deep fried cheese action? That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, That's right. Yeah. So go there. Check it out. We got show notes. We got all sorts of good stuff. The quizzes. The quiz master, Dave Umbricht, is in full effect. People seem to really dig those quizzes. Mm-hmm. I can't figure them out for the life of me. <laughs> now they're they're good. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Damn, they're damn good, Peter. Yeah. Damn good. So yeah, yes, okay. we have all sorts of good stuff. Uh, yeah, we had yeah, Sherry on there. We had all the uh, came from the eighties. We have Maggie. I'm gonna Maggie. Yeah, somebody. Maggie's. Maggie's you're gonna forget everybody. That's all right. Do I forget? I forget somebody. Your time. Oh wait. Oh, and, and yeah, of course, you. Uh, we have we have a, a new member of the family. Somebody's going to be helping yep, yep. us out with some artwork. I was going to mention it. I was going to mention it if you didn't. You know, yep. then you go ahead and mention it, Jason, because I don't want to steal your thunder. Oh, I ain't got no thunder left. You knock yourself out. <laughs> no, you go ahead. <laughs> we have got some fantastic new artwork by an incredible artist uh, by the name of Kevin Spencer. You saw it on the had... show notes for Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. And uh, also on The Thing, and uh, The Thing bonus episode. Yes, that's right, the bonus um, episode, yep. Yep, his, uh, his artwork was oh, on there. And the well, Quizmaster from that week. Yep, yes, that's, that's right. The horror yep, icon. The, uh, yeah, horror icon. Yep. Um, he does some incredible work, and uh, he's going to be doing some more for us uh, coming up in the future. So you can check his artwork out at uh, inkspatters.com. He's done some phenomenal stuff. Um, he did this watercolor painting of the Joker. They're just incredible. But yeah. anyway, he, fantastic work. Check him out, and you'll see uh, a lot more of his stuff coming in the future. Yes, he is awesome. And. He is a great guy. I mean, I hooked up with him, uh, I don't know, 10 months ago or so. Oh, that's cool. Uh, mm-hmm. On Twitter and on Facebook. So he's a really, really cool guy. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, a really yeah. nice guy. I talked to him for a while on Skype. He was really nice. Yeah, extremely talented. Yeah. And he knows a lot about horror movies, too. So Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he'll be calling <laughs> yeah. us out on a regular basis for being morons, which, you know, isn't really a stretch for most folks. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> somebody's got to. Yes, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, this just in. Uh, Popcorn from 1991, starring Miss Jill Sholin. Also a Netflix instant play, if you have Netflix. Oh, all right, i got to go watch a movie now. Are we done? Yeah, hold on. I, 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 every time I mention the movie Popcorn, it is uh, the OCD in me kicks in, and I have to say, buy a bag, go home in a box. <laughs> <laughs> it's Miller time. <laughs>